girl, this is Kendra from the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, checking in with a little bit of a remix on our remix. Listen, I'm gonna share a little old school Yo Fly Auntie Podcast with you today. We're gonna go back and listen to Too Much. Because guess what, sis? Sometimes you have to relearn what you already learned to learn it again, right? And you don't know where you're going unless you know where you've been. And so we've grown so much together in almost this whole year. We're coming in on a year anniversary. Can you believe it? So in order to celebrate all that we have accomplished, let's go back and listen to Too Much and Not Enough. Ooh, it sounds like Luther. Never too much, never too much. <laughs> hey, girl. Grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks. So sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey, girl. How you doing? You got your headphones. Listen, we've been together a couple of weeks now. If you're new around here, then I'm going to give you the little tour. First of all, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie, and this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast. So, how's it going, sis? How's it going? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Girl, me too. I know. I, listen. Okay, honey, what are you telling me? I know, we head into the holidays, okay? Uh, I don't know what Thanksgiving is going to look like. Uh, Can we do Zoom uh, Thanksgiving? (laughs) I tell you what, y'all, if I don't never do another Zoom meeting again that I have to do, I will be so happy. It's great that we have this opportunity to connect with one another and still see our family and friends. But ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Shout out to Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. So now, you see where we are. This is Yo Fly Auntie. (laughs) A little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a whole lot of love, y'all. A whole lot of love. Um, Before we take off and go any farther... What's in your cup? Listen, I missed homecoming this year. I am a very, 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 very proud Tuskegee University alum. And of course, homecoming, football, all of the seasons were cut short or or non-existent. And you know what? I missed that this year. I really, really did. This is a great time of year for a lot of reasons because, you know, we're heading into the fall. Fall is one of my favorite seasons. And that's football and that's homecoming. I'm not a football person, but I do love looking at all the pictures from people's homecoming and sporting events and the kids going to prom and uh, the homecoming dance and kids. Uh, king and queen and all those things that we get to see of our children and our friends 
kids and grandkids. And here's the thing. I'm driving back. I'm 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 bringing it back around to the cup, baby. Ain't nothing like a red solo cup. Get into it. <laughs> Oh, honey, you thought that was all? Wait for the remix. So every week when I am looking up things that I want to share about someone who is remixing their lives, I'm overwhelmed. Y'all are out there doing so many great things. And this is why I wanted to create this space, because... Ain't nobody putting you on the news, but you need to be. And why am I so loud? Well, first of all, I'm just loud. (laughs) And secondly, it's something to get loud and shout about. You over there on your throne doing your thing, queen. Me too, I'm doing mine. And today we are shouting out someone who is doing theirs as well. Her name is Sybil Woolfork Crumb. And Sybil has just been promoted to be the vice president of Disneyland Resort Marketing and Commercial Strategy. What? Yeah, Mickey Mouse and them. <laughs> yes, Sybil has been with Disney for 16 years and um, back to the Red Solo Cup. Proud, proud, proud graduate of a HBCU historically black college and university. I didn't need to say that to y'all. She graduated from FAMU. And I'm going to quote Sybil for you, honey, because this is something you could take with you for real. Sybil said that graduating from FAMU has helped her to thrive in her career. It gave her the confidence, that's what she said, and emotional fortitude. How about that? In order to not just be in the career, but change the game. Yes, sis, you are absolutely the flyest of the fly. I tip my crown to you, honey. You are this week's remix, sis. Flipping it turning it around and showing them how to get down. That was some 1970s language. (laughs) So what's popping? What's hopping? What's popping? What's popping? What's happening out in these auntie streets? Well, baby, here we are today talking about being too much and not enough. Oh, can you relate? As black women, we get told so many, uh, you're too loud, you're too strong, you're too passionate, you're too this, you're too that, you're too much this, you're way too much, you do too much, you talk too much, you're too loud, you laugh too loud, you don't do this enough, you don't do that enough. When you show up in this space, we need for you to look like this enough. When you come back over here, I would like to see you do something different than what you did before. And you know what? We carry a whole lot of shit and we make it look easy, but it ain't. And just because it don't look heavy don't mean it ain't heavy on you. A lot of us are walking around with heartache and heartbreak because we have been told that either what we are intrinsically is too much for the world. Tone it down. Bring it back. Let's think about Kamala Harris. Kamala, when she was debating Pence, Kamala had to walk the tightest of tightropes of being 
professional, being black, but not too black, educated, but not too educated, firm, but not too firm, direct, but not too direct, emotional, show some emotion, but not too much emotion. And if somebody gets under your skin, you should just go on and cannibalize yourself and eat your tongue because you saying what you really, 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 let me say it again, really want to say will be something that will be probably to your detriment or that you would have to pay for it for a really long time. Even those who have businesses of their own, because guess what? If you're a business owner, you own your business, but your clients are who you are trying to please. And so it is imperative that you put forward what your standards are very, very early. Now walk up into the people business being all nice and stuff and, and interviewing and trying to listen. It won't be a good fit. It will not be a good fit. So when, when MVP, I'm just going to call and call her Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, when Mike Pence kept talking over her and she had to smile You know how we have to smile. You can hear it. You can hear it in my voice right now. You can hear the smile. And she had to say to him, (laughs) I'm, I'm speaking. In those two words, one was hyphenated. So three, I am speaking. And then she said, okay. And so not to, I'm speaking, not I'm sorry to interrupt you because you're not sorry. When someone is being disrespectful to you, you have the right to come back at them. But as black women, we have to navigate that space in such just impossible way. The only place that we really get to let our hair down and take our hair off and do whatever you do with your hair, sis, um, is around one another. Because there's a, a unspokenness to it. There's a, I am here to be my full fucking self today because this is where I have an opportunity to take my bra off, let everything hang low. I don't have to be all pulled together. Not because I don't have respect for you. Actually, it's because I do respect you that I can put all of that down. So here we are in the 2020 of things, still being the first still being the first to ever, still navigating in spaces that black women have never been before. How many times have you been on a business trip and you've been in a room that you know that your grandma or your great grandma, depending on how your age is settling in there, probably wouldn't have been able to even clean the room that you can actually stay in right now. That hits me in my soul so many times. All the people who laid down their lives for us, the indignities that were poured upon them in order for us to have an opportunity to do more and to be more. But still, here we are in the 2020 of things, getting to the highest heights of what society considers to be an accomplishment a huge accomplishment and it is for Kamala Harris and for all the young black women and for the older black women like myself to look and see okay there's still there's still work to be done 
But how do we get to do it? Because unlike our white sisters, we do not get an opportunity to be at work crying. And we don't have a chance to go and sit and talk with someone and go and complain and or not complain, but to, 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 well, yes, it is complaining. It's complaining to register that you aren't friendly enough. You, you right now that I'm talking to aren't friendly enough at your job. You don't want to come to the baby shower. You are, are mean or, uh, uh, a a recluse and you're not really trying to be everyone's friend and you see they see you getting along with such and such but how come you don't get along with me why must our minds and bodies be policed in such a way and I said policed because I meant policed it's something very very toxic about The world thinking that they must always police black thought and black bodies specifically in this country. I am not talking to anybody right now that has not experienced what I'm talking about. And I don't even know your name. I think it's important for us to know that you're not alone. Most of us are occupying spaces where we're the only one in there or there's another one of us or someone that is a person of color and everybody is trying to walk this fucking tightrope. The men don't have to walk it. It's not even it, that it's unfair. It, it, it does a disservice to the world as a whole for us to not be allowed to show up in our fullness. Great thing about getting older is that we grab our cup of coffee. Not that C-O-F-F-E-E coffee. I'm talking about C-O-F-I coffee. Cup of fuck it. We will walk, clean out somebody's job. <laughs> It'd be like, you know, to set up in your bed at night and be like, okay, I got enough vacation days that I have saved up over my 20 years with this company that should I decide that I want to walk away from this bitch today I don't need to come back no more (laughs) and you don't are you planning your exit strategy I want to say that being seen as being too much but then never being seen as enough or not often enough being seen as enough is a complete and total mind fuck it will fuck you up that's why you got to go to therapy and you need to get centered with whatever religion you practice wherever you find your focus and know that it ain't you it ain't you it's not you you can't wear your hair the same way you want to wear it you can't, you can't wear your clothes. Your, your clothes too bright. I have a dear friend who worked with the uh, top 100 company in the United States for years and years and years. And every day she was coming home and she was coming home like with hives and, and stuff like that. Because every day someone was complaining that her clothes were too bright or her earrings were too big or something was too something. And she was exceptional at her job. But the clothes were too much. The work was exceptional, but the clothes, they were a little too... What do your clothes have to do with anything? Especially we learning this now in 2020. 
with all these Zoom calls. What does that have to do with anything? I, as you can see, this is a tear for me because it hurts my soul for myself. I've been there as well. I have been called threatening, menacing, aggressive, hard to get along with. Am I those things? At times, I absolutely can be in a workspace or whatever kind of space that I'm trying to navigate with a diverse group of people. My aggressiveness would be called uh, passion or some other word they'd attach to it if I were uh, someone else, uh, specifically a white male. My aggressive behavior would be a go-getter. She's a tenacious, hard worker. You speak the truth and you tell people exactly what they need to hear at the time. You don't sugarcoat it. You're like, I'm here for a job. I don't need to be your friend. I have real friends. I would. It'd be cool if we could be friends at work, but little do you know, after I leave here, <laughs> I don't just hang myself up on a shelf. I have a full and robust and rich life. And it is so hard. So I am sending this clarion call out to you. To you, to you, to you, to you, to you. You're not alone. You are not too much. And it ain't never gonna be enough of you, baby. Never too much. I can't do Luther. But y'all get it. Go play Luther. (laughs) After you listen to the podcast, go play Luther. You are perfectly imperfect. Flawed and awesome. Flawsome. Full of majesty and grace and magic and all the things that people can't figure out. How does she get it all done? You are unfigure outable. You are unfuckwittable. This is me cheering you on. This is me telling you to run on. All of the things that they assign to you are because they can't handle you as you are. Show up in your fullness, baby. And if anybody can't handle the light, tell them to put some fucking shades on. Y'all can tell I was a little a little triggered by the too much and and not enough situation that so many of us face all the time. But guess what? We still doing it. And we make it look cute, don't we? I think that's the thing that be bothering folks the most. You be making that look real cute, girl. You just, you just do. And when I say y'all, and I say sis, and I say girl, I'm talking about anybody that this relates to. Okay? All right. So this week's, hold on a minute, girl, hold on. Something I wish somebody would have told me a little earlier in my life. And you know what? I need to preface this a little more by saying people probably did tell me, but sometimes you just aren't ready to receive the message or or you could be young and dumb. I mean, I don't like those terms, but I was at some times in my life a little young and a little dumb. <laughs> and I know 
know that we have all made an abundance of mistakes like that as well. And it goes back to the too much and the not enough camp of I wish someone would have told me earlier that me shrinking myself to make other people comfortable makes me miserable and them living a lie. Makes you miserable and they don't know who they're dealing with. So it could be in your personal life. It could be in your work life. It could be in your interpersonal life. Sometimes we lie to ourselves. Ooh, that hurt me. Ooh, I still do that sometimes too. Not fully honest with myself about the work that I need to do. I am a work in progress. A masterpiece is never finished, love. Never, never finished. And it's always work to be done. But I sure wish I would have understood that part of life a little bit earlier. That trying to shrink all of your magnificence into a space that is not meant to contain it, causes a great deal of distress for you. I wish I would have known that earlier. If you're still learning that, take it from me. Work on it. The world needs you as you are. Huge, magnificent, smart, gifted, created, talent, creative, talented, amazing, 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 amazing. Wait, girl, hold up. I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. So in the spirit of our whole conversation today of being seen as too much and not enough at the same damn time, I'm offering something to you and I want you to listen with your heart. Sometimes we do a lot, sometimes too much. And if you don't pick a day to restore, a time to restore, some moments of reflection to be in touch with yourself, to be in touch with your maker. If you don't pick a time to sit down and lay your burdens down, your body will choose that time for you. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. Extend yourself some grace, sis. The world may not understand all of your fabulosity, but that's with any kind of magic. You're not supposed to understand the magic trick. Keep giving to yourself. Keep extending yourself some grace. Allow yourself to not be perfect. Release yourself from having to feel as though you have it all together. There is an absolute freedom in saying, I can't do it. I don't know. I'm not available. Today is self-care Sunday, Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day it is. And you take that time. Everybody ain't, you know, Auntie Oprah. I know Oprah don't want to be called Auntie, but she's going to be called Auntie over here. (laughs) That we can go to our, you know, villa or something like that. Sometimes it's just a long bath, sis. Sometimes it's just putting your diffuser on. Sometimes it's going to sit outside and just take a couple of breaths of fresh air. Sometimes it's just sitting in your car and listening to a few songs before you have to go back in and put it all together again. Take some time for yourself. You are oh so worthy. You're worthy. 
You're absolutely worthy. And let me tell you something else. You're doing okay. Even when you feel like you're not, you are. Well, here we are, y'all. The clock on the wall says that's all, y'all. I always enjoy spending time with you. I hope you feel seen, edified, and lifted, too. Listen, don't forget to leave a little rate and a little rating or review. Subscribe and tell a friend or two. This is the Yo Fly Auntie podcast, and I am Kendra. And if ain't nobody told you today, I love you. It ain't a damn thing you could do about that. Bye-bye.